Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Morris backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding by the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trot, goal! Hello and welcome to the Glovers cast with me, Ian, and I'm joined by Ben and Dave this evening. How are we doing? Hello. How are you? <laughs> there you go, what a start. <laughs> Straight out of the blocks. Um... Yeah, we've we're here to celebrate the qualification into the next round of the Somerset Premier Cup. We're also here to celebrate the fact that Yeovil Town are going to be on the BBC in the next round of the Somerset Premier Cup. In the next round of the Football Association Cup. Ah, oh, disappointing! I wanted and... to watch us play Polton Rovers or something like that <laughs> live on the iPlayer. <laughs> Maidstone. Um, and we can have a little bit of a chat about Eastleigh, and we've also got an interview with um, Ahmed, a Eastleigh YouTuber. Is he an, an Eastleigh YouTuber or just an Eastleigh fan who does YouTube? What's the difference? Yeah, what is the difference? Well, does he, does he have a show on YouTube about Eastleigh, or does he's got, he? He's got play... a channel about them, hasn't he? He's oh, like okay. traveling, traveling to games. Ahmed know, and his drum, I think it is. Mm. He, he's got he's got a drum, hasn't he, that he was threatening to bring with him on Saturday. So listen out for the drum. That will be him. And we've also got the quiz yep. right at the end today with uh, Rob Manley defending his crown against Ed Turnbull. There'll be no spoilers here. Not this end of the podcast. Um, Put myself on mute. <laughs> so how's your week gone? I mean, you two are particularly pleased with the Somerset Premier Cup results. <laughs> so we- it's, it's all you've been talking about the last... 
24 hours. What so else had... has there been to talk about? <laughs> so all we've had to talk about was the SPC. Yeah. Yes. It was Can noticeable we... that our podcast at the weekend was very short, despite the fact we won 5-0. I think Andy Easton pointed that out to us. So. He did. He did. But we didn't ask the questions, did we? So that might it... have shortened us. Is Monday a running day for Andy? Was he looking forward to a long run and then he didn't get to have one? Could be that. Could be. Could, Could be that. Be. We'll have some. Yeah. We'll, we'll have some time to ponder later on. There'll be plenty of running time because uh, my chat with Ahmed waffled on a little bit, apparently. And um, we've got some philosophical questions. I saw. So we've got lots to ponder on this episode. Some great questions. The great, have, great. Absolutely. The listeners have really thought of questions that we're going <laughs> to. We're going to have to think about. <laughs> we are going to have to think about quite deeply, quite yeah. deeply. Um, so as you uh, you may have read, uh, Dave wasn't actually at Larkhall. If you read the five conclusions, shame, and shame, cool. shame. Yeah, J- Jake's gonna Jake from the Green and White is gonna follow me with a bell. Shame, <laughs> shame. Game of Thrones yeah. reference there, but but the um uh but yeah, I will say that he's utterly predictable because he spent the entire game on Saturday at yeah, uh, in my ear about the fact if you're not a Larkle, I'm gonna that's it, you're not a proper fan if you aren't a Larkle. So I wasn't surprised to see the fifth conclusion of Jake's five conclusions on uh our Glover's Cast Talk. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you guys are. You know, you you two are the most passionate about the SPC. <laughs> so, uh, talk to me. Why? What are you feeling? Why you're so happy with a two nil win around some trees? Well, um, it ticked a lot of boxes, didn't it? Really, some players got some minutes. Wilkinson, Williams, Max Hunt got back in the side. It's another clean sheet, four in a row. Four in a row on the clean sheets now. They all count. <laughs> um. Yeah, a couple of couple of players got some goals. Nice, very nice, lovely. The quadruple dream lives on. That's it the does big, indi- big yeah, thing, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the quad. We we had a just. We'll interject with this question. We had a question from Ian Watmore, questioning what he couldn't think of the fourth competition. It's the the FA Trophy, Ian. Yeah. National League FA Cup, FA Trophy, SPC. It's a shame Luke Wilkinson's goal, his free kick didn't go in, wasn't it? I'm not going to lie. I did spend a bit of time p- trying to pause the video <laughs> to see whether or not it crossed the line. It's a heck of a video. Credit to uh, Elliot for, for grabbing it. But yeah, I was trying to pause it to go, did that cross the line? Did it? Did it? Was it a Jeff Hurst moment, was it? Yeah, I don't think it did. I don't think VAR <laughs> would have helped us there, I'm afraid. Nice little finish from Sonny just to pop it away afterwards. But sorry, Wilco, you can try again on Saturday. They have a Russian linesman there, do you think? <laughs> the, the, the mystery Russian linesman of Larkle. To be fair, at that level, they're not rushing about anywhere. Hey! Oh, God, oh, doesn't deserve anything, did it? <laughs> Sometimes it's just better to not react. Yeah. You'll only encourage him. But, yeah, so we won. Yeah. And, uh, and 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 Hugh did point out to me when I talked about the uh, us having won four games in a row. He said <laughs> t- two and two halves. He said because he's counting Yate and La- and Larko as a half a win. Yeah. What did he describe? What did he describe your next move as government government yeah. comms or something? Didn't he? I think he was. Said. I think he was claiming I was hyping it up, but factually, <laughs> you know, I am correct, don't I? We have won the last four games that we've played. The last four first team fixtures that we have played, we have won. There's no dispute in that. 
have we? I'm not. I'm not hearing. I'm not hearing. No, I, I, I'm, I'm completely with you. Yeah. Completely with you. We're on an absolute roll. Coates is individual. Coates is at. Coates is at a personality transplant at some point in the last. <laughs> 48. Since, since, since Solio, what happened to me? What was in that burger at Solio? Great burger, though. Great <laughs> burger. I had a, I had a word. I said, there's going to be a guy comes up called Dave. Just yeah. give him an extra good burger. Just, you know, make him, make him feel wanted. You ever watch League of Gentlemen? Yeah. Yeah, where they have the special stuff. And it's yeah. like this, like like human flesh or something they're making, <laughs> and everyone everyone's having nosebleeds, aren't they? I think that was <laughs> what was in that burger. I think Solly Hole Moores is twinned with Royston Basie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a local shop for local people. We'll have no trouble here. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> yeah. And the uh, I guess the other big news coming out of today as we record is the fact that RFA Cup tie is going to be on the telly. Were you surprised? Yes. I was surprised. No. But then I think about, I remember that we're non-league now and we don't play MK Dons and Stevenage every week. Um, no. We probably still think we do, don't we? And, and, uh, and I know it's a very boring, boring behind the scenes sort of f- point, but we've got a bit of a better in the way of infrastructure than some clubs that don't have that ability to host TV games. So TV companies have got to think about, can we get, stuff down there and we've had tv games there before if it was if the game was at lark hall they probably wouldn't be having it on tv because it would be an absolute nightmare to get the tv stuff down there so um yeah um there's a part of that that did think to me we were in with a shout I, I, nice surprise that we got it but i thought we were always going to be in the conversation for it i'm surprised we got the primetime saturday night tv slot i think we might have been the oh is the fa cup still going on on sunday uh, sunday afternoon is that still a thing that i thought we might have been one of those but to get on BBC prime time, two, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So may, maybe we won't be going up against the one show, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be or, nice. Or strictly. Oh yeah. God. Wife's going to be fuming. Sorry. <laughs> no strictly tonight. You can't have Dan Walker running around in a lobster costume. I'm going to have to watch, uh, watch my lads get, well, Yeah. <laughs> Get the run around. We'll, t- we'll talk about that closer to the time, I yes, think. Yes, we will. Well, yeah, yeah. Because we, we'll... might, we might have won eight first-team games in a row by the time <laughs> by the time we get to that fixture. Get a yeah. cushy draw in the next round of the SPC. Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> draw. I think they're all cushy. <laughs> they really, they really bloody should be. Well, we haven't, we haven't won it for such a long time. I would question whether it is, or, or question our commitment to it. But uh, you can't question Darren Way's commitment. He wants silverware at the end of the season. Correct. Darren Way. Oh, oh Darren Way, from blind me. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, Darren. I really, genuinely apologise for that. <laughs> yeah, you'll find, you'll, you'll find out later why I said that. Why yeah. that was on my mind. A prelude to the quiz. Yeah. Or there's the real coach. He's starting to come back through now. His actual opinion is <laughs> coming I'm, out. I'm still yet to see a sign Gavin Williams and uh, Phil Jevons. So uh, I remain to be. And unless we're going to uh, sweep in for Tom Whelan before Saturday. And uh, and obviously Ruben Reed will be back. Yeah. Two to three weeks for Ruben Reed. Two to three weeks. That's what he said today, wasn't it? The manager, yeah. Two to three weeks. I'm excited. It all changes. Ben's put oh. his quid on the top scorer again. I'll be there. A little bit of catching up to do, though. 
My boy, uh, the boy Tushmanga's got a bit of a run on everyone else at the moment. Yes. Who, who are we playing in two to three weeks? Um, some of the other teams. That that would be true. Yeah, we've got. Um, so what? what, what, what we've got Eastley, and then we've got Dagenham, and then Bromley. What you say? I've got him here. Dover on the twenty seventh of November. Oh, get him in. Get that trick. Yeah, and then Wrexham. Away on the Tuesday night, the 30th of November. Okay. And then uh, the FA Cup. Oh, yeah, the South End game's been rearranged, hasn't it? And post, yeah, it hasn't been, I haven't got a date for it yet, but it has been postponed. So, yeah. um, and then Barnet laughing. So, two weeks, two weeks from Saturday would be home to Dover. Get him in. Get him in Get for that. Target I, practice. I assume early December <laughs> will, be the, will be the next round of the uh, Somerset Premier Cup. Get that in as well. And by the time we get our third round drawing the FA Cup early January, it'll be flying. Ruben's taking us all the way. Yeah. All or, the his way. Ham, or his hamstring will go. Oh. <laughs> Ian, <sighs> you're the lone negative gonna, voice Do you know what? The lone I'm negative gonna, Nelly. I'm going to snip out that sigh from Ben because I think there's at least one in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> an, end of season, an end of season <laughs> montage. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> by the end of Alan Partridge, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Welcome to Radio Norwich. Welcome. So Eastley, <laughs> Eastley on Saturday. Your chat with um, Ahmed. What? It, it's not overly optimistic. A little bit no. of a spoiler there. But what do you? Um, you know what nuggets did he give away that? Have filled you with even more positivity, Polly. So when when we when we invite guests on from the opposition side, we kind of expect them to say, even if we are heavy favourites, we kind of expect them to say, "Oh, I know this is the game that maybe we go and we do something and we get a result and we get this and we do that." And I think we'll get a positive result. He basically gave us the three points. Ahmed basically said it's done and dusted. They're rubbish away from home. They're absolute tosh. The gaffer's going to get sacked. And they're going to uh, lose 3-1 to us. He did say they'll score. And I was like, ha, fat chance. But, um, <laughs> but he said, we're going to get three goals, three whole actual proper goals. Um, watching us, is he? Yeah. I know. So, yeah. <laughs> Maybe he, he was at Larkle. He, he must have been. Um, so, yeah, basically laughing. The point that he made a few times, actually, he, and he kind of, I tried to get him get to understand why the difference between their home and away form is about as big as disparity within the league as you can find. Ours is a fairly big disparity. We've um, it's eight home points for us and away we've had seven, but the performances have been very different for them. Their performances have been very different and the points are really different. They are like the third worst away side in the league. They've only scored three goals away from home all season long. And they only just beat well Wilston in like the last minute in their only win away from home. They've been absolute tosh on the road all season long. And at home, they've been quite good. They've got 14 points at home. So they were like, he was saying that there's, there's three coach loads coming. There's going to be a fair number of them, but none of them are expecting a win. And that if they lose, that might be it for the manager. Wow. Credit to him for coming, if that's the way they feel. I know. Well, before before Ben gives anything more away, are we going to go to Ahmed? 
You don't really need to. No, don't worry about the next 20 minutes. I've just told you all. <laughs> yeah, just fast forward 20 minutes. Be laughing. Let's uh, throw to Ahmed and then we'll come back and take some listeners' questions, shall we? Go for it. Are you a Yeovil Town fan? Do you want to help shape the future of Yeovil Town Football Club? The Glovers Trust exists to give Yeovil Town fans a democratic voice in the running of the club. Our aim is to strengthen links between the club and the local community it serves and to engage with as many Yeovil supporters as possible. So join the Trust today and together we can build a stronger Yeovil Town Football Club. To find out more and to become a member, visit glovers-trust.co.uk and follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Joining me now on the Glovers cast as we take a little look forward to the weekend's action against Eastleigh. I'm delighted to say that we have collared a foot from the other camp, but we have got ourselves an Eastleigh fan, not just an Eastleigh fan, by the way, but a YouTube vlogger on the boot as well. That is Ahmed Hussein. Ahmed, how are you, sir? I'm okay. I'm doing very well. How about yourself? I'm pretty good. Thank you so much for taking your time this evening just to chat a little bit about the game on Saturday against Eastleigh. But as I alluded to, you are also a YouTube vlogger. You haven't missed yeah. a game this season for Eastleigh. You've been in every away end, every home end, documenting yeah. it all on the way. How's life on YouTube? We on the Glovers cast haven't dared dip our toe into the YouTube world just yet. Uh, yeah, the YouTube has been pretty well this season. So um, the start we had, obviously, I had Wrexham first game of the season. Obviously, that obviously made my channel obviously blow up a little bit because obviously Wrexham have a massive following. But since then, it's actually been pretty well. Obviously, our performances this season have been great away from home. So, <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to touch on that in just a little minute. Before we do, let's get the plug in nice and early. If you're an Eastleigh fan and you've stumbled upon the Glovers cast as a bit of a preview episode, or if you're a Yeovil fan and you want to check out what it's like, a view from the away end after the game on Saturday, where can people find you on YouTube? Oh, yeah, my YouTube channel is Ahmed EFC Blogs. Or if, if you want to search that, search ECFC, and you definitely find my channel there. So I appreciate it. If you do subscribe to my channel, I'd be massively appreciated. Like, share, subscribe. You see, he's got all the phrases and everything. We, this is what we're no good at here on the Glovers cast. It's reaching out and getting people to get involved. This is what we need a bit of help with. Right, let's talk football, shall we? You alluded to it there. Um, I was doing a bit of research on the on the Eastleigh sort of side. You are absolutely slap bang in the middle of the league. Yes. Could not be more halfway if you tried. But actually, it's pretty much all entirely the home form that's got you there. Yes. It's a strange disparity, isn't it? Is there anything you can put that down to? Of your 18 points, 14 at home, just four away. What's that down to? I believe it's always down to our, obviously, our home support, plus the players obviously used to the, obviously the pitch. Obviously, I believe they this season have got a new pitch, and I believe they train on it as well. Okay. So it obviously gives them an extra advantage when other opponents come against us at home, which I think that's the most key. Also, as well, atmosphere as well. Um, well, we always get behind the team, but to away games, I'm not too sure what's happening. We've always been struggling. Obviously, we won one, obviously, we beat Wellstone 2 1 in the ninth minute with Ben House late goal, which was a massive three points for, for us in the away game. And then that, we've been drawing and lost most of our games. The game, South End, we should have beaten them, 
Chesterfield, we shouldn't got a point at least, but in the end, I mean, it never happened. I think it is. I think it is worth noting that Chesterfield, Southend, Grimsby, Bromley. I mean, even Boreham Wood in the FA Cup. That's a tough stint of away yeah. games to start your season with, isn't it? That's not easy at all. No, that's not. So maybe that's got a part of it as well. The home form is is considerably better, of course. Fourteen points. Are you yeah. surprised about the the lack of goals away from home? You didn't score against Boreham Wood. Didn't score at Chesterfield. Didn't score at Southend. Didn't score at Grimsby. I know these are good sides. But are you surprised? Because you've scored a fair few at home. You're 17 goals yeah. this season, but just the vast majority of them have come at home. I think, personally, I think it's due to our manager's playing style. Okay. Uh, normally, he, uh, when we go to a game, normally like sit back and see how the first half plays. And then come the second half, we normally like go for it. But then by the time that happens, it's probably too late because a game against Southend, Brinsby, uh, Duffy Grimsby didn't have a shot on target at all the whole game, wow. which is disappointing. And uh, I think Southend had one, I believe, which at the time Southend was struggling as well. We were sort of on the rise a little bit. And it's, uh, it's just frustrating when as you go away from home and you expect to have shots at goal, but uh, these t- big teams, it never happened. Strange, isn't it? Because that's actually been one of our strengths this year is getting away quickly. We've scored loads and loads of goals in the first 15 minutes. I think that, I think that sets up a really intriguing encounter for Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, if we get out the blocks quick, is that, is that game over? Or do you think you've got a bit about you still, even though the results haven't been coming? Uh, it depends on the play style of our team comes out on the lineup. Because um, our manager has been trying out a five at the back with three centre-backs. And then try to four with four at the back. At the moment, nothing's working from his time. Every time we play five at the back, it leaves our midfield wide open. Even though we've got like three or four midfielders in there, I believe our midfielders are not um, strong enough. Well, defensively, um, our midfield's not good enough. Which that's why that's what um, I've been seeing the whole away form um, games I've been going to. But attacking-wise, we are better than our defensive side. But one person has been keeping us in it is our goalkeeper, Joe McDonald. OK. He's he's absolutely been keeping us in games. His saves, he's made like, a few good saves, kept us in it, which that's a key player to look out for on Saturday. Right, we'll keep our eyes out. We've 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 been a little bit shot-shy ourselves. We've been a little bit light on the goals. And so we don't normally get massive numbers of chances so if yeah. we are in a position where we are maybe creating a little bit early on and we're sort of knocking on the door and not able to get through because of a good goalkeeper because of a packed packed line i wonder if the game progresses nil nil for a long period of time whether you might start to grow into it that might be something to keep an eye out for the uh for the sort of the tactical side of it on saturday so when it comes to your home form then i know i know we're not at your place on saturday but yeah. what's what's so different because you're so good at home you're just playing teams off the park there's a few games this season where we played bad, but somehow the players obviously had a second win and went for the win. One of them was against Woking, definitely. Okay. Where we, I believe we did come back. Um, we had two penalties in that game as well, which obviously we then scored both of them, which obviously surprised you. I never knew he took penalties, which and it looked like he was a very decent penalty taker from them two penalties he took. And even a free kick taker as well. He scored the other week. I can't remember it was. It was definitely at home. And he scored a bang free kick in top um, bins. Um, it's just unbelievable free kick. 
you've touched on him there. Let's take a let's take a little deep dive into Tom Whelan because he is a bit of a he's a bit of an, an enigma for Yeovil Town fans. He joined us with all the promise in the world. He was going to set our team alight. And it never really happened. We don't know if he didn't really get the chance with us or whether he did get the chance and it didn't quite work for him. He went away and was a star. Went straight up. No surprise to see him get snapped up by Chesterfield. But then the surprise came that Chesterfield just let him go. You guys picked him up. And on the Glovers cast here pre-season, we were talking about how we felt that was a bit of a coup, a bit of a, a real statement signing from you guys. Did you feel that when you signed him? Uh, to be honest, I, I never knew who he was until we signed him, to be honest, which obviously uh, surprised me from his performance. I, I do. I spoke to a Chesterfield fan. He said he's surprised that we let him, let him go to us. I was like, from his performances, he's one who kept that midfield very tight. And obviously going forward, he's the key player. And he scored um, some good goals, especially in the FA Cup and the replay. He scored a wonderful volley. He just... He's a type of player um, we had last season, Jack Payne, if you know who yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought we could not replace him at all. As you let him go, I was like, who's going to be our next player to be that sort of player? And then Tom Whelan has come in and he's actually taken sort of his position and very well. So where, so where do you expect to see Tom Whelan line up? Because he is going to have a bit of a, he's going to have a bit between his teeth because I don't think he quite got quite got as much out of Yeovil as he would have wanted, let alone what we would have wanted. I think yeah. he's going to be one of those players that he's going to be a bit fired up to get one back over his old his old team. Where do you expect him to line up as a part of a front line or in behind a front line? Where are we going to see him? Normally he plays in the, in, in our midfield, okay. uh, but going he does go forward as a um, box, sort of box to box. So uh, you, you, I won't be surprised if he pops up in the, in the box and maybe have a couple of shots at goal if you do get any chances. One other player that we were absolutely convinced that we were going to be, uh, we were going to have this year was Michael Kelly. Um, he joined us on loan from Bristol Rovers. He was basically yeah. already told that he was going to be released at the end of his contract. He kind of knew that. And it was basically a six month trial for want of a better word yeah. down at Hewish Park. End of the season comes, nothing happens, and he pops up at your place. A bit of a set-piece specialist. How's he got on at the left-back position? Um, personally, I thought he was a centre-back when we first signed him because he did play um, centre-back a few times when we when he played for us at pre-season. But then I thought he was a left-back, which surprisingly, like, to me, doesn't um, sound like a um, um, left-back, sorry. But he's Adam, this season, he's been struggling, I think, because a few games he's cost us games, especially at Chesterfield, he cost us the um, goal we conceded, especially, uh, I'll ask him as well, He um, in the FA Cup game, all our goals come from his side of the pitch, which at the moment he's having a rough patch, but he, he's a um, good player, but I don't think he's been up to his potential, which he should be at. Do you think that's partly because you're playing different defensive formations? When he was with us, he was playing left of a four, time in, time out. He was he was the left back guy. Occasionally went across to the right back side, but he had that consistency of he knew what he was going to get. You've alluded to the fact that you've been chopping and changing a little bit. Do you think that might be part of it? I believe so as well. Obviously, um, probably another reason we have signed another left back as well, Winston okay. Harper. Obviously, he, he was at Bristol City. He got released. And he went to Chippenham Town. We played free season against um, Chippenham, and basically from there, he actually tore us, tore our team apart. We signed him, but that could be another key reason why 
he hasn't been performing very well because obviously he's been like sort of in and out of the team, not in, in the position either. I think it's really fascinating that you talk about the, the, those those areas like that because again, our strengths have been in those sort of uh, utilizing the opposition's fullback areas. We've got Tom Knowles, we've got Charlie Wakefield who get in behind fullbacks, who get in behind wingbacks, and then either cross for one or the other, or or try and make things happen in there. I think that's I think we're key. We're, we're already seeing a few key battles kind of show themselves even this early on can we take advantage of a defensive unit that maybe isn't quite as solid as it could be but by the same token can we keep influential players like Tom Whelan like one or two others quiet I think we're gonna we're kind of setting this up already to be quite an interesting encounter you, you say that there's not been massive amounts of incredible performances but if you've had a, a hit and miss an up and down start to the season but you're still in 13th you're still within touching distance of sort of scraping into those playoff places. I'm just looking now. It's only it's only seven points between yourselves and Notts County, and you've got a game in hand. Are, are the playoffs still sort of in the back of your mind for the back end of the season? There's still a long way to go. Yeah, uh, I predicted for start of season to get basically seventh. At the moment, it doesn't look like it because due to our waveform. If somehow our waveform does change, and uh, you still manage to get wins from the home form, I reckon playoffs is still a possibility, but you've got to wait and see. With our manager, he's not, um, he keeps like changing his um, tactics and stuff, which obviously is not helping the team perform. But obviously, the players are obviously gelling together. Obviously, this season is a brand new team we basically basically got, which obviously isn't so for the start of the season. They'll have to like sort of gel together quickly. If not, we'll be far behind the pecking order, obviously, getting the playoff spots. I feel like Eastley at the start of the season, when we did our sort of pre-season chat, Eastley, Yeovil, um, a couple of others were sort of in that next best group. We knew who the big guys were going to be. We knew that yeah. Chesterfield, Grimsby, Wrexham, Dagenham, we knew that those guys were going to be yeah. up there. But I felt like your team, our team, were going to be in those positions of if we get a good run, if we get a bit of a luck, if someone else slips up somewhere, we're going to be in those positions to try and take advantage. So I'm... Um, going to be a fascinating game on Saturday because I think these are two teams fairly evenly matched up. Fairly evenly matched yeah. up. Um, w- w- one other player that did used to play for Yeovil very, very briefly, Christian Mughoma. Uh, how's oh, he really? getting on? He he basically, I say he used to play for us. He played about three games on loan, I think, if that, from uh, from wherever he came. Well, I can't remember where did we signed him from now. Where did we sign him from? Crikey, it's been a while now. We signed him from from Spurs. On loan. In fact, did he even play for us? Or was he one of our loans that turned up and never played? We had a couple like that that turned yeah. up and then just never played. But that was a strange one. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 quite looking forward to the game. We haven't conceded a goal in in 270 minutes. Um wow. so with regards to your front line, because I was noting you've scored a few goals, but you've shared them around quite a lot. Yes. I don't think you've got anyone more than three or four this season. Who are we looking out for then? Who have our defenders got to worry about? Uh, definitely Ben House. He's yes. the most influential player we have. Normally, he, he should be staying in the box, but he likes to like drop back in sort of in the midfield area and take the ball forward. But obviously, we have Tyro Barnett as well. Them both link up where we were with each other. So I won't be surprised if either one of them would get the goals. But mainly, um, houses are basically. Oh, uh, main striker. Sorry, 
hasn't scored in a little while, just checking out his his stats. Yeah. And he's been involved, but like I said, there's been some tough games in there. Um, Boreham Wood on Saturday, then FA Cup. There's no shame in losing to Boreham yeah. Wood. They're a very good side this year. Um, did you go? How did you feel the game went? Did you give them anything? Or was it a little bit too easy for Boreham Wood? We did give them a, um, a good um, game, but uh, it's just, again, uh, basically, uh, it's, uh, it's due to our taxes again. I'm repeating there. It's just <laughs> that but it, uh, this season, the tactics-wise for my manager, I've alluded that so many times on my channel. It's the way we play. It's not With the players we have, it's not the right style of play the players should be playing because there's a few other players that have not been playing at all. Is Sam Smart, Ryan Hill. Them, um, them both players obviously are wingers, and as you play like five at the back, obviously wing backs, they're not obviously in their favorite positions. Which I think he needs to somehow fit them in in the squad. But I just got to wait and see if it happens. Is, is your manager under a bit of pressure? Is this a, is this an overriding feeling amongst all Eastley fans? Is he under a bit of pressure to find something? Were you expecting a little bit more? Uh, I I think so as well. The, um, obviously, this first season, I think, I believe, I think the playoffs are following season, but the start we had was obviously awful, especially away from home. I reckon he's under massive pressure. Even the FA Cup um, fourth qualifying round, we we went three 0 down in the space of fifteen minutes, which is obviously against a league um, two leagues below us, which obviously not not a good thing for a manager for our league especially. And we did manage to pull it back. And then the replay, we went 2 0 up. And then comes comes in. Uh, then we went 2 0 up. They had a red card. And somehow they pulled two back after the red card they had. Which, thinking of that, surely the manager would have done something about it. The manager could take extra time. And then Ben House obviously scored a winner for that game. But I think Shrevan has to get a win. Uh, win against Shrevan um, on the weekend. If he doesn't, then it's going to be look bad on him. Obviously, you own one, one from away from home. That's pretty big. Has to get a win against Jovel, yeah. otherwise it could be curtains. We've we've cost a few managers their jobs in the past. I noticed we a couple of times South End and uh, no, sorry, Stockport. We went to Stockport and battered them, and a couple of games later, Michael uh, thingy Rust was out there. So could be a very interesting couple of weeks for Eastley. On paper, that squad looks very, very good yeah. to me. I'm yeah, very surprised. I'm very surprised. I think we, uh, all three of us on the Glovers cast, had easily sneaking in the playoffs or just in and around. Um, so you're going to Hewish Park. It's not a huge, uh, long away day for you. Nice, nice early set off on Saturday morning. Yeah, I think we're leaving at 11 o'clock um, as well. It's basically £5 for travel. We're getting, um, I think it's about two or three coaches are going. Oh, nice. So, okay, fair few numbers. So I imagine that'll open the away end. That's enough yeah. to open the actual stand, I think, rather than sometimes if there's a small number, we just pop you in yeah. the side in the corner. But if you've got a few coaches going, that might open the away end properly. That's good news. Put a yeah. few quid put a few quid in the coffers. That's never a bad thing. So let's 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 tie you down to something of a, a mini prediction. I'm quite happy for you to keep your Eastly tinted glasses on here and be positive if you like. But give us a score. Give us a score. Give us something that we're gonna definitely see on Saturday. Um, I believe we definitely concede. Okay. Uh, we only kept one clean sheet this season at all our games we played. Um, I'm hoping Van Helf to score, which we need a goal scorer um, badly. Obviously, Van Helf has not been, I haven't scored many, but he's our basically main striker who would look like getting the goals. Obviously, I think uh, if you play for, uh, sort of five at the back, I reckon you'll lose probably 3 1. 
Oh, I thought you were going to go for a nice positive one-all draw there or something, but I'll take a 3-1 victory to the Oval all day long. I don't mind that. Thank you very much. That, that that's oh. fine. You, you, can, you can definitely come back and do more predictions for us if you're going to give us winning 3-1. Um, listen, you've been absolutely fantastic this evening. Thank you so much for giving your time up to chat to the Glovers cast. One more time then, let's have a plug for that YouTube channel. Yeah, my channel is FC Vlogs. If you just search on YouTube, if not, you can just basically search ECFC and you'll definitely see my vlogs for my channel as well. I appreciate you. Do subscribe and give up my channel a like and hopefully you can watch the, my vlog on full come out on Sunday but when I vlog it on Saturday looking forward to seeing what the uh, Hewish Park away end looks like hopefully the weather's dry otherwise you have to bring a coat and something pro- yes. to uh, protect your phone there's no roof unfortunately Ahmed thank you so much for joining us here on the Glovers cast I wish you well I, I say I wish you the best for Saturday but I wouldn't mean it if truth be told I wish you the best <laughs> for everything after Saturday that's right same as you uh, wish you all the best and with your podcast as well. Hopefully it grows, grows um, soon as well. I really appreciate your time, man. Thanks so much for, uh, for joining us here on the Glovers Cast. That's right. Thank you. Thanks very much to Ahmed. I hope you enjoyed that chat. He was a nice lad, actually, to be fair. He's got a YouTube channel. You can find it, Ahmed EFC Vlogs. He said it in the clip. You've just heard the clip. Go and find it. He's going to be doing one from the away end on Saturday. So if you've ever wondered what it's like in the Glover's Trust Martin Baker stand, well, you can have a, 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 a perfect view from that stand on Saturday. Well, on Sunday or Monday, whenever he uploads. So really appreciate him taking the time to chat to me on uh, Wednesday evening, as it was. And what do we reckon, lads? We're going to win 3-1. That'll do, won't it? Take it. What's the weather looking like for Saturday? I did Are you going to get I, wet I, in the Martin I, I, did say, I did say, keep an eye on the, uh, keep an eye on the, uh, the forecast. Bring a coat if... Uh, I'd be surprised. Necessary. I'd be surprised if they're in the... If they're bringing three coaches? Well, that's only 150 people tops, isn't it? Yeah, but if there's three coaches plus others, it's not a million miles away. I am looking at the weather and it is looking cloudy, but dry. And also when I go in the Met office and search for Yeovil, it comes up with an option for the Yeovil Alpine Village. Where the hell is the Yeovil Alpine Village? That's a ski slope, isn't it? It's a ski lodge, yeah. yeah. The ski lodge is called an Alpine Village. And why is well, it I mean, got its own It doesn't listing? even it doesn't exist anymore. Why, why has it got its own listing on the Met office? I don't know, maybe, maybe that, that maybe, <laughs> maybe that's where one of the big tower things is that they, you know, a big thing that they put on the roof. Oh yeah, catch the rain. You're very agitated by this. I think that's where <laughs> we should tr- have it's our triggered uh, you. <laughs> that's where we should have our uh, our, our Glover's cast live. That's why I want it. I want it on the dry ski slope. <laughs> it's not. It's not there anymore. It's just a muddy slope now. Are we just overlooking the fact that you've finally come around to a, a live show? I, I was never the one who uh, who needed persuading, was I? Do you know? Ian, live show? Yay or nay? Now, I think... <laughs> oh. No, now, when I say live show, when I've said live show before, I just mean we go live on audio and... I mean it in front of an audience. Yeah. In the <laughs> Lounge. I know you do, yeah, but I've never wanted to do that. Jesus Christ. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> ben signed us up to all kinds of things. I did think you meant live show as in people can ring in and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, that's... that's... That's no, I mean stage, oh, microphones, blimey, yes. Oh, okay, I have to get dressed up. I can't, yeah, do, can't do my trackies. 
<laughs> Coxy can get a gold sparkly jacket for the quiz. Yes, actually, I'm <laughs> for the live show now. Yeah, there you I'm go. for it. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I want one of their microphones on a, on a long stick as well. You know, like uh, Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, I was I was going to go for Michael Buffer, but uh, oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I was going to go for that. But oh, yeah. not that uh, a shorter stick, not a really long, not a Freddie Mercury. Stick. Oh no, no, not, not <laughs> we're not talking live aid here. I don't think. No, okay. No. <laughs> I've got the wife beater, the wife beater vest, though, if you want that. Can't play the piano, though. This has gone off the rails now, hasn't it? <laughs> say, how much it has... is making the final? Oh, it's, it's all in. It's all in. It's all in. It's, it's all in. in. We're all in. I haven't got time to change it. We've recovered it. The listeners can hear about Coatsy and his wife beater. <laughs> vest. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you said wife beater first. I said vest as well, I think. <laughs> I'll have to listen to it, but we've 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 steered away here. Can we have some equally ridiculous questions, please? Yeah. Okay. Well, what so... about the managers? Are we are we talking about the managers' comments? Do we talk about that? Is what he asked us a question? Or is it a question? Is it? Is he asked us a question? Uh, well, as he, I, I don't think he listens, does he? So, uh, <laughs> although he did say something, I can't remember what he said. He, he said something uh, about runs of form, didn't he? Which made me think that he might have listened. But yeah. Okay, he hasn't asked her. I meant his pre-match press conference. His pre-Eastley press conference. His presser? The gaffer's presser? presser. The gaffer's presser. Right, are we just going to overlook the fact that A.D. <laughs> Hopper called him gaffer today? He did, are you gonna, yeah, yeah, Are you yeah. going to abuse him for days on end? Is that what well, he's not do? here, is he? He's not here <laughs> to abuse. Abuses. He Abuses. <laughs> let's he not doesn't... use that word. Okay. Yeah. Give him grief. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There we go. He yes. gets enough grief. Yeah. Um, so yeah, ma- yeah manager okay. manager was happy, wasn't he? He was fine. Yeah, he was looking forward to. Uh, uh, he, he was. He, he thought that we had a run of form on, didn't he? Been yep. talking about runs of one for such a long time, but he thought we were in a in a run of form. He had a good chat about uh, which way take a penalty, put it to the sides, I think, rather than down the middle. And then he declared, uh, well, he got asked a question with regards to some abuse that was apparently directed at his players uh, at the in and around the FA Cup tie, which sounds a bit straight. I, I, I couldn't really work out whether it was something. I mean, I was at the game. I've spoken to other people who are at the game. I mean, I don't hear things at the best of time, as, as you know, but I didn't see anything. I didn't hear anything. No one reacted. There was there was nothing obvious. Um, and I stayed, you know, till pretty much the players were walking off the pitch. There was nothing obvious happening, um, happening there, objecting with other people who were there. Nobody else saw anything either. Yank Town say they're not aware of it. They said it wasn't in the referee's report. But Darren Salas said that there was hate or abuse directed at his players and that the FA is investigating it. So I don't know what we make of that. We just have to wait and see what comes out the other side, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't see We weren't there. You didn't, you didn't hear <laughs> All right, it. So are you two aren't, I wasn't accusing either of you two. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. Yeah, I didn't see it on me. <laughs> yeah. So whatever it is, well, well, hopefully it is something of nothing, but it, it did seem a, um, uh, an odd situation that, um, uh, that 
nobody seemed to know anything about it apart from apart from those people who um who felt that they were were victims of it so if there is any truth to it i'm sure the uh, the investigation will find its way and uh hopefully if there is then whomever was guilty of it is uh suitably <laughs> whatever <laughs> Yeah, that point got away from you, didn't it? Yeah, it did. yeah, yeah. I was trying to think of what I was going to do to him, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe I'll sing. I want to break free at him instead. So. Lock him up and throw away the key. Yeah. Um, can we do questions now? Is that all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, God, yeah. Just, questions. yeah uh, so we had a question from Jimmer saying, "How's the Bovril? How's the at Bovril official sponsorship looking?" I never got back to me. Um, well, well, did but you see then... Matt Crivelli's? Yeah, I have. And Mac, this is where I was going with this, Dave. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's, almost like I, it's almost like I'd planned it. Uh, <laughs> Matt Crivelli has said the feedback regarding a possible sponsorship deal is that they've already committed all their sponsorships for this year, but are open to suggestions for 2022. I'll be on it like a car bonnet on Jan the 1st. And... Uh, Big flashing, I don't know what emoji that is, an explosion. Boom emoji, that is. And the boo- Oh, yeah, you know about those. Um, <laughs> and uh, a green heart. Yep. So, uh, Jimmer also asked uh, the double question. Uh, also, do you think there will ever be a boy born that can swim faster than a shark? Already happened. You're not met by the sun. No, but you, like, I... A shark. There are yeah. really slow sharks. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, he's, he's not, not talking special. about the fastest shark, is he? No, but a shark. The Greenland shark is notoriously slow. Travels at about 0.3 meters per second. Michael <laughs> Phelps did three or four, five, five times that to win the Olympics. Already happened. Next question. Okay. Move on. Okay. You tell me what the average great white shark speed is, though, Ben. I don't need, I don't need to. A shark. Over 30 <laughs> miles an hour, I think. Well, that's fine. Good, um, good, good for him. Right, let's move this on from sharks. Uh, Chris Fox in gloves asks after, <laughs> after Ben's awful take on Parma violets. Quite what right. are the panel's favourite crisps? Big question. This chili heatwave Doritos. They're up there. They're right up there. They're in the conversation. Absolutely yeah. right up there. <laughs> Can I put out there? I'm a big fan of a frazzle. Oh, you got to, got to, you got to be in the mood for a frazzle. No, I'm always in the mood for a frazzle, me. Yeah, but not a not 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 a bacon bite. You know, you can get those oh, ones like the no. box frazzles. No imitations. No. Imitations for frazzles do not work. No, not having it. Um, where does a twiglet come in? I love a twiglet. I, I I'm a fan of a twiglet. Yeah, big fan of a twiglet. Me. Is it a crisp? Um, and that, that's what I'm asking. This is the whole is it a, cake debate, is it isn't it? A snack? It's a, a grey area, isn't it? More kind it of is brown. a grey area. I'm a big, big fan of a twiglet. I'm, I'm partial just a good old-fashioned salt and vinegar. Nothing fancy. Get a pickled egg in the salt and vinegar crisps. Shake it round and then eat the egg. Trust me. What about skips? How do we feel about skips? Negative. Bottom of the barrel. Get Bottom. stuffed. Worst, worst crisp on the planet. <laughs> oh wow okay that is a stinging rebuke for the skip but um I'd, I'd be all right with the skip i'm a fan of a prawn, prawn cocktail so yeah prawn cocktail favorite crisp 
in the what? actual skip. I'd rather eat the contents of an actual skip than eat a bag of skips. <laughs> There's a contest going on here for what the title of this podcast is going to be, isn't it? Um, I think we're entering it at the moment. <laughs> okay, I think hopefully we've covered crisps enough for you, Foxy. Um, let us know. Here's a, here's a proper question from uh, Marcus Duncan. Shot, shot, shots. Uh, what do you think of our strongest? What do you think our strongest eleven and bench is if every player is fully fit? Uh, so you've got you've got Doritos in goal, <laughs> a back four of, of Twiglets. Of Twiglets, you need a McCoy's ridged flavour at centre back. The the steak ones, proper hard nut. Um, <laughs> You need some where are you going with this? We're not talking about crisps anymore. You need some flair on the wings, so maybe like the Worcester sauce ones on the wings. Um, uh, salt and vinegar quaver. Big fan of a salt and vinegar quaver. Oh, what? Salt and vinegar quavers. Have you not had them? I've never heard of a salt and vinegar quaver. Delightful. Is that a Yorkshire thing? No, it's a in-the-supermarket thing. Um, uh, you, need a, you, you need a monster munch in midfield, don't you? Can I just ask, what was this question? Was this, it anything to do with crisps? It was, no, it, was it wasn't. Actual, it was an actual oh. football question, but we were, okay. we, were, we were going for something there. Our strongest 11 <laughs> and the bench is... Was, does someone else want to answer the serious question? Well, I'm writing <laughs> these down at the moment. Mood. I've, got, I've got Grant Moss, Wilco Hunt, Barnett, Wakefield Gorman, Staunton Knowles, Quigley, and then I don't know about Low Everton. Or, 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 or Yusuf. Oh, I do. Low Everton. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've written down Low Everton. I have actually written it down. But... Okay. Really yeah. good for audio. Yeah, listeners, listeners can see yeah. your notes. Really, yeah. really good audio. It, audio you can podcast. say, I can confirm, it does say Low Everton. <laughs> I haven't got anything written on my pad of paper. You can see there, look. Nothing <laughs> written on there. So then substitutes, you've got Yusuf, the Robinson. How many subs are we allowed? Five? Yeah. No, FA Cup game, seven. So. <laughs> seven? Or, or like nine or ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably. So Yusuf, Robinson, Bradley, uh, Max Evans. I mean, this is a hard question because I've seen Max, uh, Mark Little play like yeah. 60 minutes against Forest Green. Oh, yeah, I forgot about them. And he could be, uh, you know... He could be a significant upgrade on Dan Moss for all we know when he's back fit. We don't know. Like it's, it's a hard question to answer, isn't it? Yeah, I and forgot I like about him and Ruben. Yeah, exactly. Well, okay, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd put I put Ruben in ahead of. Uh, there you go. I'm gonna. Well, then you got Ruben in quickly, haven't you? Careful with your mic, gonna, mate. He was gonna do it then, wasn't he? He was gonna, <laughs> was gonna wasn't he? What? He was gonna put Reading over quickly, wasn't he? Yeah. He was gonna do it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't gonna put him in ahead. Oh, quickly! I was going to. The tape will come so back to haunt you, you on that one. Are you no, going back to? Are you going back to four four two? Yeah, I think I am. Calling Mike Bassett. Yeah. I don't think I'm going back to four four two. No. No. Go then. What's yours then? Yeah, I'm the only one who's put my money where. <laughs> Ben's just made loads of confectionery. <laughs> a Christmas, con- a Christmas, con- a Christmas confectionery. There's a question. There is a question, isn't it? Right. <laughs> well, I don't think you're going to get an answer out of this one, Marcus. We might have to. We might have to move on. Sort of vinegar quavers is the best Ben can offer tonight. I think. I'm just. I'm just trying to do mine. Hang on a second. Yeah. Well, I, come I, on, I, I mean, 
I don't think I would put. I, I'd pick Dan Moss over. Him. Arguably oh, yeah. one of oh, yeah. the best players this season. Yeah, I mean, I would as well, but we—I mean, we don't know how. We don't yeah. really know what Mark Little. I mean, do, can we? Ruben okay. Reed, from what you told me about him in pre-season, uh, Ian was a was a world beater. He's a slimline scoring machine. So therefore, well, he wasn't a scoring machine, but he could run fast. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here we go. Smith, Gordon. Moss, Hunt, Wilco. Barnett, yeah, a trio of Staunton, Gorman, and Worthington, and then Knowles, Wakefield, sorry, Chaz, and oh. Reuben Reed. What was your back four again? Moss, Hunt, Wilco, Barnett. Yeah, I've got that's exactly the same as eleven as I've got. Moss, Wilco, Hunt, Gareth Bale, Josh Staunton, <laughs> Del Gorman, Matt Worthington, Knowles, Chazza, and uh, Big Rubes. There we go. There you go. Great minds. Just, just, just toss our top scorer aside, will you? Yep. Done. Wow. Okay. System over personnel, Dave. System over personnel. About to your superior knowledge. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> I was trying to think of a way to put Worthington in, but um, I don't know. I, I always, if I had to write out a team, it would always be four four two. Always. Anyway. Dinosaur, mate. Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't mentioned subs, but we'll, we'll we'll move on. Yeah, we haven't got that much time. Um, Joey Chinnock, would you say this is a turning point for our season and our league form slash place will improve? Oh, more serious football chat. Jesus Christ. Um, genuinely, I've said it a couple of times. I said it at Solihull that it felt like a bit of a, I called it a litmus test to find figure out where we are this season. And we kind of passed that. I thought we did okay. Um, but this feels like another one now. If we really want to be thinking about being a top seven side, you've got to beat the sides within touching distance of you, especially if they're in iffy away form, especially if you're on your home patch. Yeah, this week feels a bit like it's a, a point where, because the next ones aren't easy, is it Dagenham next? Dagenham and Bromley. Yeah, that's not easy. Bromley might be after a new manager, but uh, those two aren't easy. You want to go into them off the back of... Five wins in a row, five clean sheets in a row, and give yourself a best chance. Yeah, big game. It's Bromley away as well, Bromley at home. Yeah, Bromley away. Yeah, Dagenham followed by Bromley. One, <laughs> one five of their seven matches at home. Manager's just left though, isn't he? He's going to Hartlepool, the Bromley manager. It's a vacancy then. Yeah, there's Darren Way. Yeah, he'll be in there. Walk into any job, he could. Okay. Do you think it's a turning point, Dave, or not? I think for, for the ISPC trophy. No, I think we are what we are. We are mid-table side. I still believe we are a mid-table side. No Gavin Williams or Phil Jevons on the books as of yet. As of yet. You never know who's <laughs> going to come in, though, do you? Um, at YTFC Research, who... Does a fit again Mark Little displace in the starting eleven? If anyone. Now we've kind of preempted this one a little bit, but dunno. Right back. But if he doesn't, you know, Moss has been sensational. Maybe by the time Moss's loan deal is up. The manager did say that he wanted Moss to be here for the rest of the season though. Yeah. So for me the answer the, the answer is Moss, because yeah. that's really only Mark Little's position. But yeah. 
I don't know whether Moss maybe has a bit of an Alex Bradley where he can do a bit of midfield or he can do a bit of central stuff. For me, Mark Little can only come in at right back and maybe we have to try and use Moss somewhere else. But I, I'm looking forward to seeing a Moss versus Little for the back end of the season. I think it's going to be really intriguing. And I hope Moss doesn't sort of unnecessarily lose out because he's not the experienced one. So that's, a, that's an interesting one. It's going to be a very interesting uh, conundrum when Mark Little comes back because we do also have Bradley. <laughs> who can do that job. So, yeah, it's going to be an interesting um, battle for positions. Uh, another one from Hugh Hugh. What would you spend 60k on? Can be answered on a personal level, or if happened to be an absentee owner of Yeovil Town. <laughs> how, how much do flights to Dublin cost? <laughs> or Turkey? Not 60 grand. No, well, it depends on how often you're going, doesn't okay, it? Okay, I'd buy a van. There you go. A van? What would you van. do with the van? Um, well, it's it, in the van. Well, it's to like go. the eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a nice. Can we do the live show. Like a, 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 yeah, we could do. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd get a VW transporter. Anything will be able to sell out. <laughs> a VW <laughs> transporter, so that I can go to and from camping easily. There you go. There you so, go. I've got a proper answer. A proper answer. Crikey! What would turn. you spend sixty grand on, Dave? Um. I don't know. Well, I, 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 if it's got to be something to do for the football club, isn't it? Uh, a striker. That's what I'd spend sixty grand on the wages for, uh, for, a, for a striker that can get us twenty-five goals. Bring how with Forrington back. It's a little over a grand a week. It's not going to get you much at this level. You reckon? How much is it? A little over a grand a week. Smidgen over a grand a week. What for the rest of the season? Oh, for the rest. Of the, oh, for the rest of the season. Then maybe you're right. Yeah. But it's only it's only a six-month deal, isn't it? Yeah, but it's going to be, you know, how would Forrington come in, score 23 goals in 21 games? Mm-hmm. Bish, bash, bosh. If we did it in the ISIS League, <laughs> why can't he do it here? Younger listeners, don't Google ISIS League. You're getting trouble with <laughs> it. Yeah. It's I-C-I-S, not the other one. Ben, have you got an answer to that question? Um, uh, 60 grand. I mean, that's a lot of spam. Um <laughs> I, I don't know. What would I spend 60 grand on? I'm hoping to move house. And the house we're moving into has a huge um, a converted garage, but it's like all decked out in Leeds United colours. And like oh. it's a sports room. I want to keep the sports room. It's got like a bar tap and everything. I want to keep all that, wow. but it needs a proper redecoration. Get rid of all that yellow, blue and white crap and bring in some more neutral colours like I don't know, green. When you started that, I was going to say, how much does a can of petrol in a match cost? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought long. you were going to turn it into like a home studio, like a yeah, a proper podcast recording. Is that where we studio. can have the live show? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I've, we've, yeah, the house has got a fourth little box bedroom that I'm going to do into a bit of a man studio cave on top of this room as well. So I'm hoping to have both. So some renovations, Ikea vouchers. That's what I need. That's a lot of IKEA vouchers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Foxy, you've already had a question. I'm not answering that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know what that one was. <laughs> Simon Maris. I, th- I think the answer is no, Foxy, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Which celebrity has Skendy been playing football with this week? It's a great question. That is a great question. It's a great question. If you could, if you could go over to LA right now and meet up with Albert Skendy, and play football with any celebrity within LA reason, who would you pick? Artney. 
Who? Arnie. Arnie. I think yeah. said Ar- Auntie. Uh, Arnie. <laughs> Not my auntie. No, no, no. Arnie. Yeah, he was. He was governor of LA, wasn't he? Oh. California. California. Governor of California. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> oh God. Oh, kill me now. <laughs> Next question. Oh. Next question. Ben, who do you want to put? No, come on. Ben's got to answer okay. this one as well. He's got to put his celebrity knowledge to the. Oh Christ! Now I am struggling. Who's that? Um, who's the famous Yova one? The uh, James uh, Holly... James Pure Pure Foy. Foy. Yeah, well, Pure Foy. We'll get him over. He's got. <laughs> who is he's, he? He's got a couple of quid, hasn't he? What did he actually? What has he actually ever done? He... I've heard his name, but I, I couldn't tell you what he was in. He was in something with Kevin Bacon, <laughs> and I do have a five pound bet on him to be the next James Bond. At sixty-six to one, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Why? You just have but stupid bets on Yeovil Town related things. Like... It, was a, it was a free bet. It was okay. a free bet. Five pound. Free something bet. he was in with Kevin Bacon and E advert by any chance? I possibly. <laughs> there you go. If he does, if if the next James Bond is a Yeovil fan, I will be significantly better off and won't need quite as many, uh, quite as many IKEA vouchers. I sixty think, grand. I think Tom Cruise would be quite an intense person on a football pitch. So I think Albie should get a game in with Tom Cruise. You can be my wing back any day. Uh, (laughs) I understood that reference as well. (laughs) There you go. I haven't watched Mighty Ducks yet, but I have watched Top Cup. So are we just going to overlook the fact that you made a promise and have broken? What have you been doing? You've been like working and stuff or what? Yeah, working, driving to Yate. um, Not driving to Larkhall. Not driving to Larkle, no. But I have checked, and Mighty Ducks is available to rent on Amazon Prime for three pounds ninety nine. All right, so, do you work from? <laughs> no, <laughs> no one else is going to want to watch it, are they? All right, chill <laughs> out, Bezos. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. That's what I will be doing. Dave's night. trying to punch his ticket for the next space flight. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear me, Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> like the space. movie on Prime. Um, okay, <laughs> this is this is descended into chaos this evening, isn't it? Big fan. Uh, Andy Craig, the Young Pretender. What will happen between now and the end of the season? League Cup trophy, SPC, Jenkins yes. at the wheel. Oh, some of those things will happen. Yes. Julian's at the wheel, at the wheel. Julian's at the wheel. <laughs> be nice if all of those things happened, wouldn't it? It would be nice if all those things happened. They won't. Although I would fancy us for the SPC. I've got, I've got us nailed. Have you got a bet on that, Ben? What odds can you give me on that? I, I can't. Um, so, <laughs> how, 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 how many of them? How many of them will, will we see? Well, I mean, the okay. league will happen. The cup the... will happen. The trophy will happen. Okay. Is this is this us winning these things or just the fact that they will happen? Well, the question is what will happen between now and the end of the season. Oh, right. He's phrased the question wrong here, isn't he? He's given you don't give Tricky Perkins a loophole. (laughs) He snuck out of it. (laughs) Tricky Perkins. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I don't think we'll win the league. I think we've got an outside chance in the FA Cup. Um That is quite outside, isn't it? <laughs> Trophies see the league. I think SPCs probably <laughs> realistic until we play Taunton again. Um, yeah, let's hope Jenkins for the last the one. Yeah, let's hope for that one. 
<laughs> James <laughs> Drew. I got a couple of couple from James Drew. We'll sorry, the... j- sorry, sorry. Uh, Two thousand to one to win the FA Cup. Right. Overall, yeah. What about the SPC? Um, no. I mean, Leicester. Leicester were five thousand to one to win the Premier League one that year. They won, weren't they? And we we got better odds to win the FA Cup. Changed the, changed the betting game, didn't it? That two hundred fifty to one to win the National League. All right, keep your money, keep your money yeah. in your pockets, listeners. Gamble sparingly. <laughs> um, right, James Drew. A couple of questions: Who yeah. do you prefer in the FA Cup, MK franchise, or Stevenage? Oh, it's you know what? it's the it's the worst of both worlds. If we get MK Dons playing against a team that shouldn't exist, is difficult. And if we get Stevenage, it is going to be an absolute circus with all the links that we've got. It's the worst of both worlds. Um, what links have we got other than Darren Way? I did it again. <laughs> did it again. <laughs> Darren Saul and Luke Wilkinson. What other uh, links? Is Gorman. There? Gorman was there. Oh, Gorman, yeah. Yeah. It's an, it, there, there's enough that, I mean, we'll probably make a big deal out of it. <laughs> the circus wheel front and centre of, but yeah. Um, if you made me choose, I'd, I'd, we've got a better chance of beating Stevenage than MK Dons. Okay. Um, what's your perfect... Well, this is an early time to ask this question, James, but I'll see how it goes. Uh, what is your perfect Christmas dinner? Include sides. Is Spam on the menu? Early. We've placed our MS menu. Our order. Our MS menu? Bloody yeah. hell. Hmm. Is this is this to be served in your uh, padded seat in the BBC uh, <laughs> the studios? Not a, not at Solid Hollow, ain't yeah yeah. Evans, my wife works there. It's twenty percent off. Oh okay. I've ordered a Norfolk black turkey. Have you? Yeah. Very yeah. nice. From Sainsbury's. Very my mum and dad are coming up. Are they? That's nice. Yeah. That's very nice. Um, yeah. Good. We'll I like have it. turkey. It is very. It is not early. It is late to be talking about this. Halloween was just an inconvenient bump on the road to Christmas. So very much happy to be getting the Christmas chat in nice and early. Okay. Answer the question then. All right. So you, so you, turkey. Yep. I do want a turkey cooked properly. Um, Ham cooked in fizzy pop. Correct. Yes. Yes. I haven't decided which one I'm doing this year yet. I haven't decided which fizzy pop I'm using. Coca-Cola, good. Dr. Pepper, good. Fanta, okay. Worst of the three. I'm thinking about going Sprite this year. I haven't decided. Iron um, Brew? Iron Brew's a shout, but yeah, it would take a lot. It would take a lot. I mean, this um, is a whole episode, isn't it? Talking it about is. What, that. So yeah. let's, yeah, let's. Pigs in blankets, all the veg, all the veg. I, I haven't done spam, but you would put loads of bacon over the, uh, over the turkey. But yeah, everything. There's nothing that's bad in a Christmas dinner, apart from cranberry sauce. Nobody wants fruit on a flipping Christmas dinner. I'm with you there. I am with you there, 100%. I stand with Ben on that one. Correct. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's Christmas dinner. <laughs> Any Palmer violets in there, Ben? Only afterwards. Would you stuff the turkey with Palmer violets? <laughs> no. Still in the wrappers. What about... There must be a way of... Creating a fizzy drink, including Palmer violets that you can oh, then cook your ham in. <laughs> His eyes have gone wide there, listeners. I'm mm. I I'm retching at the thought. 
<laughs> Sprinkle the twiglets on the top. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. Um, God, Foxy's he's taking liberties tonight. Um, we've had this before, I think. Marmite, yes or no? Yes. 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 There we go. Uh, right. All these. Oh, Coates, he promised to watch Mighty Ducks. What did he make of it? Mark out of seven. I'll give him you. I'll give him you Sunday. I promise. Promise Sunday for Monday. I will watch it before then. I pro. And I promised last time, so I wouldn't believe me either. <laughs> and uh, our weekly horticultural question from uh, Tuppence: Daffodils or tulips in the front garden for spring? Tulips. More colour, and they're my f- mum's favourite flower. A daffodil is the flower of spring. It's the official flower of spring. <laughs> it's there. It's, it's 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 written in the rule book. I don't I don't make these things up. Well, I do a bit, but <laughs> <laughs> I did completely make that up. But no, daffodils <laughs> official the official flower of spring. So you haven't made that, or have you made that? Well, they're fairly <laughs> they're, they're fairly synonymous with spring, are they not? Easter. That's spring in it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay. Although as climate change continues, who knows what it's going to be like in Easter? <laughs> Getting heavy now, aren't we? Well, it could be heavy snow for all we know, couldn't it? Um, yeah, I think daffs. I'm sorry, Ben. Yeah, but your answer, your answer was the nicest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you win the good son answer award for this episode. Um, I don't think. There was any more in amongst all of this? Does that mean? Does it? Is it that time then? Is it quiz time? <laughs> yes, it's quiz time. Right. Okay. Well, let's get on with it then, shall we? <laughs> Cheers, lads. Cheers. Bye. Okay, so it's quiz time once again, and we have got uh, returning for the third time, I think. Uh, Rob Manley, our reigning champion. Good evening, Rob. Welcome back. Hi, Dave. Thanks for having me again. That's a pleasure. I can confirm to listeners that Rob is in his thinking position. He has he has a pencil in his hand, so he's uh, he's ready as he'll ever be. And the uh, and the contender for tonight is Ed Turnbull, who's told me that he is a uh, a younger supporter, and therefore we will go in with something a little bit more contemporary, not the golden oldies that we did promise. But Ed, welcome to the Glovers Cast. Thank you very much. And yeah, I'm sorry that I can't um, really take part in a golden oldies round very fairly. <laughs> So you no. must be hoping that beats me and stay on for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> well, we shall see. We shall see. I have got uh, some contemporary uh, offerings for you all, though. So hopefully this one should um, should suit everyone. So as always, there is a bit of a theme to this one. So I wasn't quite sure what to call this. I, I, I wanted to call it Ardar's Stars. But I wasn't sure anyone would get that. So I'm going to call it Ways Winners instead. Now, these three players are players who scored winning goals during the reign of one Darren Way. So that might narrow it down to a very few number of uh, number of players. But There's not many go. of them, is there? There's not too many of them. Well, you, you, you may well think that, Rob. As reigning champion, you can throw those kind of comments around. Oh, but, uh, yeah. no. <laughs> go on then, we'll give it. Yeah, let's I, see, what, I, see what we can do. Right. Okay, so the first of Dar's Stars. I was born in April 1996, just outside of Pontypridd in South Wales. 
and was spotted by Cardiff City playing youth football as an eight-year-old. I joined at under nines level and signed my Tom first James. professional. Oh, what was that? Tom James. Tom James is the right answer, yes. By the way, at Carlisle, remember it well. There you go. Well, I, I didn't even get to that, did I? But I have got, I've got seven goals in 42 appearances, including a 90th minute winner at Carlisle United, which ultimately, but ultimately I was another of the Darren Waysides who limped out of the Football League. So you never allowed me to get to that point, but there we go. Oh, well. I'm going to need a chance here. That was flipping fast. That was fast, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, Welsh people. Welsh people, right, okay. Right, right. Okay, you ready for number two? Yeah, ready more to the point, yeah. Right. Yeah, I am. There's pressure on this now again. <laughs> okay. I was born in Northampton in July 1995, but my childhood was spent in Flintshire, North Wales, where I attended the same school as famous footballers, including Michael Owen and Gary Speed. As an eight-year-old, I joined the youth setup at Everton and played in age groups at Goodison Park until I was released as a 15-year-old. I returned to Flintshire, where I joined legal Wales side Flint Town, representing the Welsh schools at under-18s level, including scoring twice and assisting another as I captained my side to a 4-1 win over England. My performances caught the eye of Swansea City, and I was invited to join their under-21 setup in 2013 and awarded a professional contract. Oh, who was that? Connor Roberts. Not Connor Roberts. No, not Connor Roberts. So that that puts you out for the next paragraph there, Ed. Okay. Okay. Um, And I was awarded a professional contract a year later. In 2015, I made my first loan move to Leighton Orient where I impressed with my first professional goal coming in a 2-0 win over Walsall, where the, with the latter set up by Chris Dagnall, who scored the second. Okay, you're back in now, Ed. My second goal for Orient came in a 3-0 home win over Darren Way's Yeovil in a relegation six-pointer in March 2015. Both Yeovil and Orient finished in the bottom two positions in League One that season. I played 17 times for Orient, scoring twice, and was rewarded with a three-year contract extension at Swansea that that summer. A one-month loan spell at Stevenage was my only action of the next season, but in the summer of 2016, Darren brought me to Hewish Park on a six-month loan deal. I was paired alongside Liam Tottenham. Shepherd. Not Liam Shepherd, I'm afraid. No, no, but bo- both good shouts. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll bring you back in. Um, so I was paired alongside Tom Eves and Otis Khan in a Glover's front three, but did not get my first goal until late August with a consolation in a 4-1 thumping at Doncaster Rovers. Is it Tristan Abrahams? It's not Tristan Abrahams. Oh. Which puts you out of the next paragraph. Next paragraph, right? And you're you're back in here, Ed. I went on to get four more. I think it's Ryan Hedges. Ryan Hedges is the correct answer. Oh, Rob has thrown his pen down. Ed is punching the air. There you go. We have a we have a new champion. Two, uh, two, two. Two out of uh, two out of three. I do have one more if you want to uh, try and uh, get a bit of pride back, Rob. Oh, yeah. Go on then. 
he's he's broken. He's he's absolutely I was, I was, broken. Uh, I was so looking forward to a, a hat trick ball. <laughs> I was, I was, but yeah, never mind. <laughs> the, the, Ed, these Ed, are, this is what happens when we bring these young minds onto the uh, onto the podcast. I tell you, he's, uh, stop, stop he's giving me he's giving me a good drubbing here, isn't he? A good yeah. drubbing. <laughs> well, let's see, let's see. Okay, so Ryan Edges was the correct answer. So number three uh, for a consolation here, Rob. I was born in Westminster in June 1990 and educated at Abingdon Boarding School in Oxfordshire and was spotted by Oxford United playing youth football as a seven-year-old. I was part of the club's under-18s title winning side in 2007 and was called up to the first team the following season, scoring my first goal in a 4-0 Blue Square Premier win over Ultradon in January 2008. For the next two seasons, I was loaned out at Brackley Town, where I scored three times in five appearances, and then Oxford City, where I got 12 in 16 starts. But even that was not enough to earn a new deal at the Kassam, and I was released in the summer of 2010. My next move took me into Europe, initially with the Glen Hoddle Academy in Spain, from where I signed for Jerez International, scoring 20... Alex Fisher. Alex Fisher is the right answer, yes. Disappointment in that, isn't it? Never mind. It's worthless. That's a worthless Fisher shell. There you go. Well, yeah, a bit of Fisher Price in there. Well, okay, Rob. Well done, Ed. Well done, Ed. It's it's been great to have you for the last. He's he's taking it. That means that Ed's going to have to keep his uh, uh, keep his his Thursday evenings free to uh, to see if we can uh, get him back on. Find someone else to take you on. Okay, Rob, sorry to lose you, Ed. We'll speak to you next week. No worries. Thanks, Thanks, guys. No worries. Thanks a lot. See ya. See ya. And with a quick turn, skipper Alex Dock slams it in. There's Lindergaard making Forrest backpedal. Davis looking to help it into the path of Morris, expanding via the deflection. It's Aaron Davis. He could win it. He probably has won it for Yeovil. Oh, and it's an opening goal. What a start. Madden, after just six minutes, gives Yeovil the lead. Stansfield, good turn away from Trott. Goal. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.